Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Radio you can touch. I'm gasped. I'm so excited. This is the Bob and Jeff Show, starring Bob Lutz. As a high Bob Lutz, higher than a kite, my answer would be, no, man, I can't do it. Hey, man, I'm high. Oh, shocking monsters. Jeff Lutz. Please, someone, at Bob Lutz, tell him how misguided he is. 97.5 and 1240 KFH. It's an excursion into the odd and into the very, very different. Stand by for action. Hello, everybody. It is a Wednesday edition of the Bob and Jeff Show, KFH Radio. I'm here today. My name is Bob Lutz. My normal co-host, Jeff Lutz, is not here. In his stead is Mike Furches, who always joins us on Wednesday for our top ten list. He's here for the full two hours today. We pulled you off the lake. <laughs> I was coming in from the lake today anyway to do the show. It's the it's the one great reason to not be at the lake. There you go. So you get to spend time with Bob and sometimes Jeff and Duda. So you uh, you set up at the lake a week ago. Yeah. Uh, you're there for another six days or so. Has it been everything you hoped it would be? It pretty, the, only, the only exception, there's a special on Labor Day on one of the television stations, and they were talking about how that Afton has the blue-green algae. And that, that has made it rough. My, I, we bought a used RV. It's older, so it's nothing big and fancy, but it is nice. And uh, not being able to get into the lake to cool off. Those old RVs don't have air conditioners that work like they should. As long as it's 90 or below, I'm in great shape. But Once you hit above ninety. It's 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 miserable. Well, <laughs> me and the we, dogs have taken some walks, and uh, we went out one day and poured ice water. I, I keep a pitcher of ice water in the freezer, and it turns to ice. And uh, we went out one day last week when it was like a hundred and one, and we we poured that pitcher over the dogs and over my heads. <laughs> That's warm. Now we have we've had a respite a yeah. little bit from the warmth today. It was, I told you uh, when I went outside this morning, uh, at about. Seven forty-five, eight o'clock. It almost felt frigid. It was. I think it got into the low sixties last night, and it's supposed to get cool again tonight. It was. We uh, we keep the fan going because I like air circulating. I don't care if it's the middle of winter and twelve inches of snow. I like to keep the air yeah. going. And uh, so we were we were all comfortable and cuddled up in the nice blankets. And uh, but then it, it did get cool. But it was it was very refreshing. I slept better last night than I think any night we, since we've been at the low. Well, there's nothing like sleeping when it's cool. Yeah, there's not, and you could just get under the covers, and it just it, it seems so good. Uh, absolutely, eight six nine twelve forty. That is the IHOP hotline. Max Power producing and engineering the show. Uh, here's what's on tap in a few minutes. Uh, we're going to be joined by Mark Grogan. Uh, he's been on with us before to talk about uh, the annual League Forty Two Golf Tournament out at Sand Creek Station in Newton. Man, my voice the last few days has been horrible. Uh, but anyway, we're going to talk to Mark about our golf tournament. It's coming up on October 6th. Uh, we're looking forward to it. We'll give you uh, ways that you can enter that golf tournament. We're at 22 teams. We'd like to get to 30. That'd be good. We'd like to find eight more teams if possible. So uh, we'll get the details from Mark Grogan. Then we're going to move up our top 10 list uh, to 225 today. Uh, what are you doing? I'm doing top 10 unexpected preacher's kids. These are celebrities. So you were surprised to learn they were preacher's kids. There was one of them that I knew was a preacher's kid that made my list. Uh, but the others, I was I was frankly somewhat surprised that they had been preacher's kids. Yeah. 
I'm doing my top 10 favorite interviews, people to talk to, during my years of covering Wichita State Athletics. So my top 10 athletes, quotable, fun, uh, pointed, bombastic, combative. They, they're, in some way, they all fit in one of those yeah. categories. And I uh, just thought it'd be cool to reminisce about some of the talkative shocker athletes of the past that I was fortunate enough to cover. That'll be interesting. Quite yeah, that'll interesting. be fun. Yeah. At 3 o'clock, Justy Newell from the Kansas City Star. The Chiefs open tomorrow against Detroit. No Chris Jones. We'll uh, get an update on the uh, injury to Travis Kelsey. Lots of interesting things on the eve of the Chiefs opener and then a full slate of NFL games this weekend. And then at 325 today, author John Eisenberg has a new book out called Rocket Men, the black quarterbacks who revolutionized pro football. Now, there are a couple of quarterbacks on his cover, one Warren Moon, the other Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Well, that, that topic is interesting to me. You know why, don't you? This weekend celebrates the 51st anniversary of the first starting black quarterback in the SEC, one of my favorite quarterbacks of all time, Condra Holloway. Well, you can't. You you gotta you gotta love him. Oh, I, I I've loved him ever since I was a kid. You know, yeah. or a young. I guess I was a young man at the time, but I went on to do quite well in Toronto. But that it seems like it would have been longer ago. But fifty-one years—that's old enough for you and I to remember for sure. And the first black starting quarterback in the SEC, Condra Holloway out of Tennessee. So that, that's an interesting topic. I have my fifty-year high school reunion this weekend. Should I be excited about that? <laughs> well, my quick response is you're still alive and breathing, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, I know I am. I'm excited about that. Should I be excited about my 50-year high school reunion? I live so far away from my home, and they just had another reunion this last summer that I missed. I went to my 10th high school reunion, and I've missed every one of them. I, I really uh, I enjoyed mine. Uh, and I, I've been I to every reunion. Yeah. This one? For some reason, I'm hesitant. Uh, I don't know if it's because whoever in the world imagined yeah. going to a 50-year high school reunion. We're getting older, Bob. <laughs> the fact that you could say, I would go. I'd go in a heartbeat, you know. Uh, take your beautiful wife with you and show her off and say, ha, ha, look at what I got and you did. <laughs> the following week, we have a Wichita Eagle reunion. Wow. For everybody who worked there. Uh and it's going to be held at the new, not the new anymore, it's a little six years old, but the Cargill building, yeah. uh, which stands where the old Wichita Eagles stood for decades upon decades and where I went to work every day for almost 43 years. Wow. Uh, should I be excited about that one? I, I would be. I, I, I think you got a good reason to be excited. You have Two a lot of fun. back-to-back reunion weekend. Yeah. The, one from a place you worked at and... Uh, you know, another one from your high school experiences. I would be excited about both of them, I think. Well, there you go. Yeah. So go, go for it. I was actually interviewed by the Eagle yesterday. I didn't I didn't even know it was the Eagle that was interviewing me. But, Who was it? Uh, Carrie Rogers. Carrie Rangers? Rangers. Yeah. Rangers, yeah. And uh, she just talked to me about Mark Hammond, who just died, a big music fan out of Wichita, that I had a tremendous amount of respect for. There's bands and there's people that promote themselves, but there's some people that do what they do because they love it. We were talking about radio before the show. The things that you love to do, by all means, keep doing them. And, and Mark, there is no doubt that he was the biggest promoter of local music of anyone in Wichita. And uh, Yeah, I've read about him on Facebook and other places. So yeah, yeah. Uh, that's the beauty of social media because you can gain yeah. an education into people that perhaps you hadn't been aware of, like with Linda Gregory, yeah, um, who we talked about yesterday on the show, uh, was injured in a in an incident at a football game and uh is is not obviously doing well and um and i don't even know what to say but the outpouring of empathy and concern from people has been good to see yeah and uh otherwise without that social media that's there's so many good things about being able to communicate in this way. But there's, there are also so many bad things. There's a lot of bad things about social media, Facebook, and others. 
But uh, the thing about it is, is that uh, the good things that you get from it make it worth it. And yeah. I remember seeing I'm, you've posted photographs of Linda, and of course on the League Forty Two page, and uh, th- those are magical. They capture moments in time that you'll never forget. Thousands of yeah. them. Yeah. Let's uh, get to our friend Mark Grogan. He is uh, with us on the hotline. Mark is the uh, guy in charge of our League 42 uh, annual golf tournament. It's coming up October 6th out at Sand Creek Station in Newton. Mark, welcome. Thank you, Bob. Glad to be here. Of course, Mark, Mark, uh, also a former Wichita State baseball player back in the day. You had lunch today with the new guy, the new coach, Brian Green, along with the old guy, Brent Kemnitz. Uh, did, did, you, did you learn some things? Yeah, well, it's always fun with the legend Brent Kimnitz, but uh, yes, and uh, I'm glad to have met uh, Brian Green. I think he absolutely values being the head coach of the Shockers, and uh, hopefully he'll keep it on a good track and and get it back where it used to be. I mean, it's tough to beat the 80s and 90s uh, for Shocker baseball, but if he just becomes a consistent winner, I think we'd all be happy. And it, it sounds, Mark, like he's going to have some involvement with uh, the golf tournament. Tell us a little bit about that and then uh, the details about uh, about the golf tournament. Again, that's coming up here in, uh, in a month from today, right? That's correct. Uh, yeah, Brian Green's going to come out and just give a little pump-up speech to the golfers uh, about 1130 that morning. Just to let everybody know that Shocker Baseball absolutely gets behind the cause of League 42 and thinks it's so valuable for, you know, inner-city kids, kids from the urban core to be playing baseball. And the fact that you started out with a goal of 150 kids and are now at 600 kids is an absolute value to this city. And so how you sign up? to golf, sponsor, or just donate, you go to league42.org and click on golf tournament at the top and then click on sign up for the 2022 or 2023 golf tournament and you will have options to sponsor, sign up a foursome or a single golfer, or say can't make it but want to donate, and you have all those options, and we are at 22 foursomes right now. We want to get to, like you said, 28 to 30 foursomes, and uh, it'll be one of the best we've ever had. Uh, you know, it's it really has become a tournament where I very rarely find any of our sponsors who say, you know, I know we did it last year but can't do it again. It's almost like, we want to renew and let us bump up our donation a little bit. And so that absolutely speaks how well League 42 is thought of in this city. Well, I appreciate that. And we've been doing it a while. We've added a lot of things to the menu with League 42 in terms of an education initiative, a lot of other programming. You were over at our building, the Leslie Rudd Learning Center, earlier today. It's a much different organization than it was when we started this golf tournament, and uh, we're, we're thrilled about that. I know that uh, your heart has been in this for a long time. It's such a service that you provide to us, and I know you have a, a poem that you'd like to share with us and our listeners about, uh, about, about just baseball in general, but specifically about uh, your involvement with League 42 and what it means to you. Yeah, Bob, about a month ago, I was driving to Wichita. I had left my house at 530. I live up in Kansas City. And uh, maybe around uh, the Flint Hills, I started thinking, what the heck am I doing on this drive right now? And I started thinking why I have absolutely gotten behind League 42. And it's my passion for not only baseball, but getting kids involved in something constructive. And my passion happens to be baseball. So it, it, it matches everything. And as, as you know, I like to dabble in uh, fun little poems. And uh, I went to lunch that day at Ziggy's Pizza to make sure they were going to 
bring the pizza before the golf tournament, which they are, which is another. You can eat very well at our tournament with Ziggy's Pizza and and uh, Emerson Biggins tacos afterwards. But anyways, so I put some things down on paper that day, and uh, I'll give it a give it a reading. This is my first attempt at a League 42 poem. It goes. <laughs> Go for it. Playing baseball can be a tall task. Hitting a round ball with a round bat is a big ask. A good hitter makes out seven out of ten times. The game can give you lemons when you expect limes. You have to learn to deal with failure to experience joy. It's a great life lesson for any girl or boy. League 42 gives 600 kids that great chance to put on their uniform, shirt, and pants, to learn that it's their teammates that really matter, to keep positive energy, keep up the chatter, to make a great catch when your pitcher gets lit, to pick up a struggling teammate with a clutch hit, to make a teammate laugh when he's feeling down, to give him a smile instead of a frown, to win a championship with your best friends, to make a baseball story that never ends, to love to hear the crowd roar, to play through when you're a little sore. These are some lessons that kids, these kids live. That is why we ask you to give. Bob Lutz, I say without pause, League 42 is a wonderful cause. Good stuff. And that's my poem. That, very well read as well. You, you accentuated well, where you needed to accentuate. You paused where you needed to pause. Outstanding. Why, thank you very much. But uh, I do. <laughs> so I what do write my. I think I write my best work on things that I'm passionate about, and this is this is one of them. Well, I appreciate that. And and just to reiterate, what we're going to give you is a lot of prizes, uh, a lot of food, a lot of camaraderie, a visit by Brian Green, Wichita State baseball coach, a beautiful day on a great golf course. Sand Creek Station in uh, Newton. And all you got to do to register is go to league42.org, look for the golf tournament button at the top of the page, and uh, it'll take you to exactly where you need to go. And uh, we're looking forward to seeing a big group out at uh, Sand Creek. Uh, those people, Chris Tui and his gang, are incredible to us, and uh, we wouldn't have this tournament anywhere else. Uh, Mark, thank you so much for everything you do to make this happen. Uh, it's a yeoman's effort, and I couldn't be more grateful. You are very welcome, uh, Bob. Heck, thanks for having me on the radio with you today. Enjoy your day and cherish every day we're given. I, I, I hated to hear the news about Linda Gregory. And uh, anyways, if it, it does anything for people, hug and, hug and kiss the people that are close to you because it absolutely comes and goes. In a, in a terrible way sometimes. Yeah, we'll have a, definitely have a, a moment for Linda at our golf tournament, and thanks for mentioning her. Thanks, Mark. Be safe You're on better. your travels home. Thanks, Bob. We'll see you. All right, Mark Grogan talking about uh, our annual League 42 golf tournament. Again, coming up October 6th, Sand Creek Station in Newton. There's no better time to play golf than early October. Uh, provided you get the right weather, which 70% of the time you do, but there's that 30% that you always got to kind of be looking at. Yeah, that's when you're grateful for graphite shifts on your Yeah, <laughs> You know, it would have been fun to put a foursome, Duda and Jeff, you and I. Well, we still can. Well, let's do it. Well, Duda, we'll, we'll talk to Duda. Talk to if it, we, that would be a fun foursome. We'd have a blast. Jeff would hit so many balls out of bounds. <laughs> I went to um, I went to Top Golf the other day with my son. It's the first time I've hit a golf ball in five years. I hit it straight. Well, that's good. That's, I mean, I, you know, I think my longest that I hit, I wasn't hitting hard because of my back, but I, I hit it a couple times up over two hundred. That's not bad. No, and my son was hitting them three seventy. He was hitting the back fence and good getting extra three. points. But uh, that would be a fun for, that'd be a fun foursome. All right, we're going to get in a break, Max. We're going to come back and do our top ten Wednesday. A little earlier than normal today. Uh, I'm going to do Shocker Athletes, who I enjoyed interviewing because they were good interviews. 
and Mike's going to do his uh, preacher's kids yeah. that uh, you were surprised to learn were preacher's kids. We'll do that next. This is Bob and Jeff with Mike Furches. We'll be back. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. This is the Bob and Jeff Show on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. It's always rock and roll. That's the musical theme. And one I happen to agree with. Rock and Roll Hoochie Coo from Rick Derringer. One of the greats. Love that song. I do too. I uh, love Rick Derringer. He was, he was a, he's an amazing Yeah. Yeah. He could play. All right. It's time for Top 10 Wednesday. A little early this week. Just a two-man Top 10. Uh, but Mike's got his list. Tell us again what you're going with. Celebr- celebrity Preacher's Kids. PKs. Celebrity, celebrity PKs. Preacher Kids. I'm going to do... Uh, the most enjoyable, interesting, uh, combative, you never know, interviews amongst Wichita State athletes that I covered through the years. Most of them are just fun and interesting. Uh, so that's, uh, that's where we're going. Number 10 for you, Mike. Love this Preacher's guy. Preacher's kids who fascinate you. Yeah, fasc- this was a musician, a singer, one of the great singers of all time. Had no idea his dad was the pastor, Sam Cooke. The late, great Sam Cooke. Seems uh, logical that his dad would have been a pastor, yeah. given his uh, musical leanings, talent, his, his, and... the lyrics of the things he sang. And a lot, of these things, a lot of these guys and gals will make sense after you think about it a little bit, whether that be a good, good thing or a bad thing. But uh, I love Sam Cooke, and it's surpri- again, most of these are people that really surprised me that they were preacher's kids. You consider yourself a preacher? Are you, is that, you know, I, always, is that a part of your uh, DNA? I've always had trouble with that because people assume that I, I actually grew up not being a Christian or anything of that nature. Uh, I was actually into Eastern religions. I studied Baha'i faith and uh, my grandparents were Christians and I, I never considered myself, I don't, I don't know if I liked the concept of preacher. I had to learn to accept the concept of pastor. 
because uh, pastor, padre, companion, friend, coach, that's another word for pastor. I always thought I was a good coach. But is it, we're going to get bogged down here, I don't mean to, but isn't it important to preach? Yeah, but I don't think that's the most important thing a pastor does. I got a buddy in town, his name's Jim Neese, and Jim's a great, he's a great pastor because he genuinely cares for people. I think that's the main thing. I always said if a pastor isn't friends with children, they don't, they shouldn't be a pastor. So it's little things like getting along with kids and, and being a friend, being a companion. If someone's sick and in the hospital, you want to be there with them. Those things, I think, are far more important than getting up and preaching. Preaching, yeah. to me, has a kind of a negative connotation to it. So, Number 10 on my list of uh, favorite, and I know I'm forgetting people, but these are the ones that jumped out to me. And I might do a list like this uh, later on uh, Wichita professional baseball players because there's a bunch of those. Yeah. It's always uh, a little more interesting to talk to people who are a little older. Uh, but this is my favorite shockers to talk to in whatever sport. Number 10 is Casey Blake, uh, who went on to have a very good major league career. Uh, Casey Blake from Indianola, Iowa, uh, was a very bright, articulate, uh, good, interesting guy. And he always had an answer, and he could, he could discuss uh, at great length and detail his particular baseball givings and if he was going good, he knew why. If he wasn't going good, he wasn't afraid to tell you. And I enjoyed talking to Casey Blake. Yeah, that would have been Indianola. That's a it's a fun town. It's a small place, but it's fun fun town. Number nine on your list of preachers kids. This one really surprised me. Sam Kennison. Sam Kennison's father was a Pentecostal pastor. But I would now have, that's a preacher. Yeah, I would never have thought that Sam Kennison was, well, he was loud. Yeah. Obnoxious, uh, obnoxious and rude. Like and, a Pentecostal. Yeah. <laughs> no offense to the Pentecostals no. out there, but no. I mean, uh, that kind of has, you kind of understand where he got that. Yeah, I do. I, it, it explains a lot about Sam Kennison's style of humor, the yelling and the, the tonal differences, the way that he would speak and stuff. Uh, I think he was a great comedian and part of it was his presentation and, and knowing where he got that from, it makes sense. He was a guy that uh, pushed the boundaries, yeah. and uh, you, you know you appreciate that. Yeah, you can say that he pushed the boundaries and and not be mistaken one bit. He was a he was a he was a character. There is there any really anybody like that today? No, you I don't can't think, be like that, no. right? You get uh, booted out. Yeah, I mean, and that's a sad thing about a lot of the you could, Don Rickles could not make it today. Oh, that pains me. And it's terrible. I mean that we can't laugh at ourselves or at situations. It's terrible. I'm just, I'm an older guy, so maybe that's part of it. But uh, man, what are we missing out on? We we can't have people like Sam Kennison or I think, Don Rickles. I think it's important to be careful in in a civil society. You don't want to purposely offend. But if if everyone know, I I don't know. Rickles is my all time favorite yeah. comedian. Uh, there are times when I watch his performances on the Johnny Carson show which I do frequently. They're all right there on YouTube. I got them almost memorized. Uh, but you kind of wince. But did, that's that's yeah. the day and age in which he was performing. I don't know. I, it, I think it, the closest thing we get to that is certain styles of comics. Uh, Jeff, at the compliments of Jeff, I got to go see Cedric the Entertainer uh, this last weekend. And he, he pushes the boundaries, uh, but he does it in a way that's understandable dave chappelle pushes yes chappelle definitely Chris pushes. rock yes but they're they're few and far between that are are the comedians that do that and uh we've we've lost a lot but kennison if i'm not mistaken was he from wichita no he wasn't there was another no. that was from wichita yeah. i'm not sure who you're thinking of there there's one of those comedians like kennison maybe one of the callers or someone that can tell us that on facebook or someplace huh. yeah well it's escaping my mind uh, number nine for me, and I and this is the only uh, female athlete, but I I I love this woman, and she was a very good basketball player, and uh, by the name of Ann Hollingsworth, and she was uh, interesting to talk to, and she's on my list of my favorite shocker interviews. Uh, number eight, preacher's sons. This one is uh, it's kind of sad if you think about it. Uh, but his dad was a also a Pentecostal preacher, Marvin Gaye. 
Hmm. Marvin I think Gaye. I'd heard that. And uh, I think I'd heard it as well, but it was his dad that killed him as well. Yeah, that, in a dispute. that's horrible. But uh, I would have, I didn't, I did not. It seems like I had heard it, but I wasn't sure about it, but now I'm pretty and sure. And I think Marvin Gaye had yet to reach 30. Yeah. If I'm, I think that's correct. I'm not, I'm not sure. He was still young, and uh, but what a career he had. His songs will live forever. Uh. One of the smoothest singers of all time. Just uh, like like Sam Cooke in a lot of ways, but I think Marvin Gaye is a little bit better than Sam. Love Cooke. Marvin Gaye. I do too. Uh, number eight on my list of my most enjoyable shocker athletes to talk to, uh, because they were good and they said things that were meaningful. Uh, Prince McJunkins, hmm. former Wichita State quarterback, yeah. back in the early '80s under Willie Jeffries. Uh, they had their a great year, an eight and three year with Prince running things. He was phenomenal. He passed away within the last two or three years, yeah. unfortunately, which made me very sad uh, because I really, really, really liked Prince McJunkins and that whole team. You know, he was he could have played anywhere. Yeah, he was that kind of quarterback. And and when we talk here in a little while to John Eisenberg his uh, book about black quarterbacks who revolutionized pro football. Prince was a guy who revolutionized college football in some ways yeah. because he was one of the best players in the country. I remember him playing. I would I would love to sit and talk to you about some of those stories with Prince McJunk because I remember him vividly. I was playing at Tabor when he played at Wichita State, and uh, that was a great team. Coach Jeffries, of course, in his career. But I'll, what a name. One of the great names for college football, Prince McJunkins, was a great name even for a quarterback. And he later became a Facebook friend. He used a different name on Facebook, uh, Eddie Desimek something. Yeah. Uh, but he didn't want to be. He didn't want everybody to know. He worked. Uh, he worked as a military contractor for many years in Afghanistan. Wow. And uh, he just had a, a a really interesting life. And I we had him on this show a couple times, but you, he had to get get up at three in the morning to be on this show. It's crazy. We were talking earlier about another great black quarterback. One of my favorites is Connor Challoway. This this Saturday will be the 51st year to the day that he was the first SEC black quarterback. Prince McJunkins reminded me a lot in his style of play of Connor Challoway. Very similar. Very similar. And uh, I'm, I'm sitting here with chill. <laughs> I'm Prince, even thinking about it. Love Prince. Yeah. Uh, all right, number seven for you on your list of Preacher's kids that yeah. you were surprised to learn are P- preacher kids. People look at me and they don't expect me to love things like the arts and so forth. But the, this this is a painter, an artist. The first time I saw his work, Iris's, live and in person, I literally stood at the Getty Museum in Los Angeles and cried because I have so much respect. But Vincent Van Gogh, his father was a Protestant pastor. Wow! And what a tra- you know what a tragic story. And of course, recent history is changing history. Uh, with Vincent Van Gogh, that the most artists or most historians now don't believe he committed suicide; they believe he was murdered. And uh, but he was his father was a pastor's kid. I would have I never had any idea about that. Uh, number seven on my list of interesting shockers to interview, uh, who gave you great answers. Uh, this one will be no surprise because uh, he's made a living in professional wrestling for many years. Paul White. Yeah who played basketball for a season uh, at Wichita State, a year I happened to cover the team. And I remember doing a story on Paul White, and we talked about what he ate for Thanksgiving. He's seven feet one, well over 300 pounds. And also known as, as most people would know him by, I think. The Big Show. Yeah. Yeah, he later became The Big Show. Uh, in WCW and then the WWE, and now he's in AEW. Yeah. Um, but anyway, Paul White gave me the list of uh, menu items on his Thanksgiving list, <laughs> and it was very good about it. Uh, and he happened to, some of his relatives actually lived next door to me at the time, so I'd see Paul uh, over there occasionally. And I told him during a sit-down with him at one time, I said, Paul, and I'm I'm certainly I'm sure I'm not the only one. Paul, you need to become a professional wrestler someday after you're done here or <laughs> uh, done with your education. And he scoffed at that and said, I I probably won't do that. I've never done anything like that. I said, Paul, you've got 
the, you've, you've you've got the size. Yeah. I mean, you, obviously you would be a fantastic. You've also got the personality. You'd be good on the microphone. Uh, you you're you're made to be a professional wrestler. And he just didn't really buy into it. A few years later, what happens? He becomes a professional wrestler. <laughs> Do you think he owes me anything uh, for that? There'd always be some residues or royalties or something. You would think away. that yeah, the guy would, would just, you know, mail me a check. Yeah. I mean, well, you know, he was in the Netflix show, the big show, with Raylan Castor, who's from Wichita. Maybe that's we, my we, end. Yeah, we we well, we interviewed Raylan on the show. I think her dad was yeah. there. But uh, yeah, that uh, he owes you something. I actually saw Paul. He was in town doing a uh, a thing over at Rusty Eck Ford ten years ago, and. Uh, we went over there and I talked to him and he re- he remembered everything. Great guy. But anyway, Paul White, number seven on my list of shocker interviews. That would have been fun. Number six, Mike, yeah. uh, for you on your list of preacher's kids. This is one, uh, I, another one I did not know. His, his father was a Baptist preacher and he certainly went a different route. But Malcolm X, his father was a Baptist preacher, Malcolm X. It all kind of fits, though. All these people, yeah. all these kids you're talking about are either entertainers or yeah. uh, kind of preachers in their own way. Yeah, maybe not necessarily in regards to Christianity or religion to some extent, although Malcolm X was. Uh, yeah, it, it, it does make sense. It kind of lets me know that there's things in life that if I think about it a little bit, maybe there's explanations as to why people are the way they are, and I need to think about that before casting judgments. There you go. Yeah. You don't cast too many judgments. I do more than I should, and uh, <laughs> I think we all do. Uh, number six on my list of interesting shockers uh, to talk to, and I always love talking to Paul Miller. Oh. Um, good, down-to-earth guy, polite, uh, always gave you a good answer. Uh, even today, and I don't see him nearly as much as I used to, uh, but if I do run into Paul Miller, he's going to spend some time, and we're going to have a great conversation and i really enjoy paul miller and you know who's kind of gaining in that area is connor frankamp uh who's becoming uh quite a young man and it's fun to watch his evolution because uh you know he used to be really quiet and very guarded and still has some of that but i think uh i think he's kind of come out of his shell and uh there's there's more to to hear from connor frankamp who the reason I thought of him, he's been great in reaching out about uh, Linda Gregory. And uh, I'm just impressed with people as they get a little older, get a little, little more wisdom about the world and uh, kind of become a little more mature, right? Yeah. Well, especially with someone like Connor. I mean, I've only lived in Wichita for 20 years now and uh, basically I've watched him grow up, as many of us following sports in this community yeah. have. And he's 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 growing up. and. Like his brother Kevin, yeah, uh, his parents. I mean, I you know they're just they're good people. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back momentarily uh, and talk more about our top ten list. My son, my co-host Jeff Lutz, sharing lots of photographs now on his Facebook page of uh, the World Trade Center and the Brooklyn Bridge, all in the same shot. He was able to get that. Uh, so he's having a good time. I'm glad I knew he would. And New York's a great city. It uh, doesn't deserve half the garbage that people talk about. It's, Looks it's like a it's town. a beautiful day there in New yeah. York City as sure well. Does. So yeah. I'm sure they're having a good time. Uh, let's get to your number five, Mike. Okay, this, this, one, I, this one I knew was that he was a preacher's kid, but he was a preacher as well. And we finished off the first segment on my end with Malcolm X. Well, his counterpart, and people forget, he was a pastor, and his dad was a pastor, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Yeah. And that definitely, he carried on in his dad's tradition, and uh, I think, in my opinion, one of the great Americans of all time. And, no doubt. Uh, the fact that people don't want to celebrate his birthday as a holiday is just absurd. It's absurd. So It is absurd. All right, uh, that's a good one. Uh, number five on my list of shocker athletes that I enjoyed uh, covering, writing about, talking to, interviewing. Uh, this one, a couple of these folks played on really bad teams. Paul White was on a terrible Shocker basketball team. Uh, so was this guy, although he worked his tail off to make it better, and he was very enjoyable to talk to. L.D. Swanson out of Texas, a player who played 
uh, for Mike Cohen and then uh, Scott Thompson. I think he played for Mike Cohen. Maybe he didn't. Maybe he was just a Scott Thompson guy. Uh, but good player, bad teams, enjoyable to talk to. What made it so fun to talk to him? Oh, he was just had he had that high pitched uh, <laughs> Texas voice, and it was just uh, he was just interesting to talk to yeah. because he told it like it was. Yeah, and uh, some, I liked L.D. Swanson. Some people don't appreciate it when you tell it like it is. No, <laughs> but it's important to have people like that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, I covered a team during four years where they were awful, uh, ninety one through ninety six, ninety five. And uh, they very rarely won, and they hardly ever won on the road. And you get your go-to people that will talk to you and and be somewhat informative. And there's another one coming up later, but uh, LD certainly fit that mold. Number four on your list of preacher's sons. This one, they're a preacher's kid. This one's not a son. This was a daughter. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I, I saw the movie, and I did not realize the impact that her father had had on her life in a negative way but that he was also very actively involved in the civil rights movement was Aretha Franklin's daughter. Aretha Franklin was a preacher's kid. How about that? Yeah. Uh, and if you think about it, she grew up singing in church and how many of these great singers were going to have an element came up where she grew up singing in church as well. well a lot of gospel in there. And I'm sure that, uh, you know, rubbed off. I think blues and gospel, we're talking about rock and roll blues and gospel was at the heart and basis of most every style of music. And Aretha Franklin, if you haven't seen the movie, by all means, watch it. It's tremendous. I think she, I think the Academy Awards blew it. She should have been nominated for uh, Best Actress for that movie. And uh, But Aretha Franklin was a preacher's kid. Number uh, four on my list of interesting players to visit with who were shockers. This won't come as a surprise to anyone, but it's been a long time now. Jamie Bluma, uh, who was just incredible, funny, uh you never knew what Jamie was going to do. Uh, he would eat bugs and talk about it, and uh, now, it was always fun to talk to Jamie Bloom. It would be fun to have on a golf foursome if he's eating bugs and stuff. Yeah. We had a locust in the house the other night, or a Katie did, what we call down south, and I made Sheila get it out. I, I could. They're no big deal, but she had a fit. And I, I remind her, I said, you remember John the Baptist in the Bible ate those things? <laughs> like, ooh, don't tell me that. Don't tell me that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number three, Mike, Preacher's Kids. It's another female. A lot of folks know her from American Idol and some of the other TV shows, Katy Perry. Katy Perry. Uh, and as of recent, her and her family have had some disagreements about certain issues, but that doesn't change the fact that she grew up as a preacher's kid. And her family was a Southern Baptist pastor, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, they eliminated a woman from the show this year who yeah. I thought was one of the best singers I'd have ever seen. Uh, and I... I didn't watch the last two shows. Yeah, I remember you telling me about that. And I never watched them. Yeah. And I'm not sure I'll watch American Idol ever again. The thing is, that I wonder about how those things work because I, I love uh, America's Got Talent. It's airing right now, and I love that show. And uh, sometimes the reality of it is, is the audience who supposedly has the vote, they get it wrong. And uh, But yeah. I, I still think the judges have an Like on America's Got Talent, the judges have an impact on the audience voting, I think, by the things they say. So. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know the audience. Uh, not a, not not real bright. Yeah, at times. Hey, I would like to see Lionel Richie on his next tour though. He's touring with uh, with his old band. That would be fun. That would be a lot of fun. To, it'd be worth that'd be worth traveling to to see. Number three on my list of shocker athletes who were compelling interviews. Uh, this goes way way back again to the Mike Cohen era of shocker basketball, which nobody wants to talk about. This poor guy, K.C. Hunt, uh, was a guard, a good player, but on really bad teams. And I remember one day, for some reason, he was in our rental car. Maybe we needed to give him a ride somewhere. But I was doing an interview with him and just talking about how bad things were. And he was just as forthcoming as he could possibly be. And he was that way all the time. Just an honest son of a coach. And was kind of disgusted by the whole thing and didn't mind telling us that. <laughs> so K.C. Hunt uh, weighs in at number three on my list of shocker interviews. Number two on Mike Furches's list the one that of Preacher's Kid. Yeah, the one that inspired me to do the list. Actually, we had seen the movie uh, this last week, and Sheila, my wife, she, uh, she looked it up. She always looks up information. 
and uh, the movie was Equalizer 3. And she looked it up and said, oh, I didn't know Denzel Washington's dad was a preacher's kid. But Den- or was a, was a, that Denzel was a preacher's kid. Denzel's father was a Pentecostal pastor as well. Hmm. And uh, you can kind of see some of that in the roles that Denzel plays. He plays characters that are kind of usually upstanding characters, uh, that, that there's moral content. I think The Book of Eli is probably the best movie of this sort. But Denzel Washington, I had no idea. And again, his dad, a lot of these were Pentecostal pastor's kids. Interesting. Yeah, Denzel. Denzel Washington. Uh, number two on my list of shocker interviews that were, uh, y- y- you always went to this guy. And these teams were great. And uh, you always wanted to hear this guy's input and what he thought. Uh, so pretty much after every game, after the players had gone up to the the table to do their mass interviews with TV and whomever else, I would always ask if this guy could give me a few moments away from the crowd because there were things I'd like to delve into with him. And he always did so without fail. And uh, uh, my guy Fred Van Vliet yeah. <laughs> was uh, just a great interview uh, pretty much every time. And he's still that way today, and uh, he's always been supremely confident in his abilities while yet maintaining humility. Yeah. That's not easy to do. And he's had some of his interviews as of recent that created a little bit of controversy because yeah. of the very things you're talking about. He tells it like he sees yeah. it. Yeah. And uh, I admire that about him. Uh, and Fred Van Vliet uh, will someday soon, in my opinion, have his jersey hanging from the rafters at yeah. Coke Arena. It needs to be. I mean, you can almost, there's about three or four players on that whole team that were tremendously important to, to the basketball in this city. Finally, number one, Mike, on your list of pastor's kids. This, this guy has made a unique, he's, he has had a unique journey, and his dad was as well a Baptist pastor, uh, Alice Cooper. Wow, I didn't and, know that. Uh, his dad was a Baptist pastor, and believe it or not, Alice Cooper has taken on a level of uh Christian activism. He, he, he runs a camp, a Christian-based camp in Arizona now uh, that works with kids in the arts and has become very outspoken about his faith. That You would never have thought that about Alice Cooper. And he's not a young man. No, he's not young, and he's still out there doing it. He was just down in Tulsa just recently with uh, Rob Zombie again doing a show at Skelly Stadium, and he's still out there doing it. And uh, I've, How I've old do you it. suspect Alice Cooper is? And I'll tell you here momentarily. I'm, I would guess about 67, 68. 75. Oh, my goodness. He's, <laughs> He's the same age as Don Henley, uh, Joe Walsh. Wow. And the Eagles, of course, begin their last goodbye tour tomorrow night at Madison Square Garden in New York, which my son will be uh, in attendance. I think that's cool. Uh, this is a big deal for those of us who love the Eagles. But, yeah, Alice Cooper and Don Henley, the same age. I saw Alice the last time he was in town with Rob Zombie. And I dare say, none, uh, great great respect for all of those people you just mentioned. But I say, without a doubt, I don't believe any of them are carrying on the stage antics and moving and doing everything. Alice Cooper is as wild and crazy on stage as he ever was. Uh, yeah, we don't. Uh, the Eagles were once called loiterers on stage <laughs> so you know that's but, okay but, but time redeems this they stuff. have they have pretty good skills yeah uh number one on my list of my favorite shockers of all time players athletes to talk to and this was in another era of great shocker basketball 1980-81 was one of the best wichita state basketball teams ever uh, with antoine carr cliff levingson tony martin uh, the list goes on and on uh, but this guy did not take a back seat to anyone. Uh, and his name is Randy Smithson. <laughs> and I love talking to him after games. He was so bright. And and then later when he became coach, we kind of clashed because I didn't necessarily yeah. think he was doing a very good job at Wichita State and wrote about it. And uh, he always had, always had a lot of respect for Randy, and uh, especially as a player, uh, because he was the heart and soul of that really great, Shocker basketball team. You know what I miss from that that team? The th- I, I miss that San Francisco rivalry. There was a rivalry between San Francisco and Wichita State. There was? Oh, yeah. I, I remember them. They just would go at it. 
Go back and look at some I think of the I think you're thinking of even earlier. It may be earlier. I think you're thinking of. I thought it was during that uh, era with Livingston. I think you're thinking about the mid '50s, actually. Uh, they were they were playing they were playing in that era because Bill Russell and yeah. he came here and the the Shockers went out to San Francisco, but I don't remember their their rivalry when in that era was Tulsa. Yeah, and there was no one who approached the fierceness. Well, I want to go back and look and see if they played each other during those times. Because one of the greatest highlights of my life was walking into the studio over on the East Studio, KFH Studios, and then there was Antoine and Cheese and, you know, Livingston, all those guys. And uh, it was – Well, uh, you, if you, you were my son, I'd say you're not thinking correctly. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm not going to treat you with the disrespect <laughs> that I do. I, I don't think there was a rivalry with San Francisco in that era because I was around that team a lot. Yeah. They did not play San Francisco, but there was – of a tremendous rivalry with Tulsa. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back and talk with Jesse Newell from the Kansas City Star. He joins us next. We'll get some Chiefs uh, Chiefs input for those of you who want to hear it, and there are certainly many who do. Jesse Newell, our guest next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now, with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.